0: Welcome to the Unstuck Your Life Podcast. I'm your host and life coach, Pamela Hughes. Every week, we're going to start to wiggle loose an area of your life that has got you stuck. Hello, hello. Today, we are diving into the world of mindset. Yes, mindset management, to be a little bit more specific. Now, mindset is one of those words that gets thrown around a lot these days, and I'm not going to hate on it because I think mindset is super important, if not one of the most important things that you can focus on. If you really are looking to uplevel any aspect of your life, uplevel your relationships, your game at work, accomplish pretty much anything. Your mindset is critical to every aspect of your life. So I'm not mad that we're talking so much about it. I just want to make sure that we're all defining it the same way so that we know specifically what we're talking about for the sake of this podcast. Because for me, I define mindset as a set of beliefs surrounding what's possible in life. Simply put, your mindset is a set of beliefs you have surrounding what's possible It sounds simple, but I promise you when you start focusing on it and you start shifting your mindset to what you can create in your life, what's possible in your life, man, that's where the magic happens. If you're not paying attention to your thoughts, then you know what? your mindset is probably holding you back and you're unaware of it. So that's what we're gonna dive into today because mindset totally is the most important skill you can develop because it is going to determine the quality of your life. I mean that, your mindset, how you're thinking, those thoughts that go through your brain day in, day out, we're talking like anywhere from 30 to 60,000 thoughts a day, those thoughts and what you think are possible and what you can create in your life They're really going to have a huge impact in your quality of life, all right? Because how you think is going to have that impact. That's why you need to pay attention to what's happening in your brain and not just like set it and forget it like Ron Popeil here, all right? Now, I'm going to be honest with you here. You know, mindset isn't something that like I've always been working on or I've even always been aware of. I really wish I would have had this kind of information so many years ago in my life, but that's why I want to share it with you right now because it can have a dramatic impact. I mean, I started to, to understand the impact of mindset about a decade ago. I, I had found myself at a company Christmas party sitting at a dinner table with the wives of, of two of my coworkers. And they were talking about running as in like for exercise, And at this point in time in my life, I only ran when chased. It was not something I did. I wasn't working out a ton. I thought running was super hard. And I was fascinated by the people who actually did it for sport. So I sat there and I talked to these two lovely ladies. And they were telling me about a race that they were going to run. And it was the Walt Disney World Wine and Dine Half Marathon. And to be honest, I was like, well, you know what? Um, Yeah, the only way you're going to get me to run 13.1 miles is if you have a plate of hors d'oeuvres held by Mickey Mouse himself in one hand and a beer in the other. Like, that's it. And when I talk to them, they're like, that's pretty much what this is. Yeah, it's like you run 13.1 miles through the Magic Kingdom, through all the Disney parks, and then at the end, you get to eat and drink your face off. I'm like, well, then that might be something I could do. And so they invited me to run this half marathon with them. And while I thought it was super sweet, I'm like, ladies, yeah, no, I'm not a runner. Me, not a runner. Again, only run when chased. So that night I was driving home with my husband and we, you know, we're exchanging stories from the Christmas party. And I told him about this conversation with these two ladies. And he's like, I think you should do it. And like I started looking around the car. I was like, who do you think you're talking to here? Have you met me? Hi, my name is Pamela. I'm your wife. Um, I'm not a runner. And he's like, honey, anybody can run. And I'm like, no, I can't. You've seen me run. I'm sucking air by the time I get like two houses down from our house. Like I can't run. He's like, anybody can run. You just put one foot in front of the other. I'm like, not that simple, Sherlock. Nope, not at all. And he goes, well, you just don't know the right way to run. There's a right way to run? What do you mean there's a right way to run? And I've been running wrong all my life. He's like, there is actually some technique to it. I can help you if this is something you want to do. Now, I really didn't know at that point in time if it was something I wanted to do because in my mind, I had always told myself I'm not a runner. But I was kind of up for the challenge. I kind of wanted something to set my sights on, a goal, if you will. And so I wasn't ready to like full-on commit to the race just yet. I was like, eh, let's see how this goes. I'm willing to learn a little bit before I commit. So that's what I did. I went from I'm not a runner to... I'm willing to try. So I did that. I tried. I got out there with my husband. He showed me a few things. I started practicing. And it didn't happen overnight, but I got better. I ran further. I wasn't sucking air as much. The stitch in my side wasn't as painful. Like, I started to create the belief that I could actually do this. And so I signed up yeah, I signed up for the half marathon. I had never ran more than like three miles in my life, and now I am committed to like 13.1. This was a bit of a leap for yours truly, but I signed up for it. I practiced. I got better. I had gotten in my mind that like I'm a runner. I knew I was a runner the day I bought ugly shoes. I'm No joke. My doctor told me to get these shoes. They're called hokas and they have these huge soles on them, and I bought them, and that's the day I realized I was a runner because I didn't care what the shoes looked like. I just wanted to make sure that they felt good on my feet. Yeah, I went from I'm not a runner to I'm willing to learn to, holy crap, I just bought ugly shoes. I'm a runner. I mean, this was over the course of about, you know, say six months, and I did it. Yeah, I I signed up. The whole family flew down to Walt Disney World. My husband ran with me and I ran. I ran 13.1 miles. I ran that half marathon. At the end of it, I had a Michelob Light. That's the only time in my life that beer has ever tasted good. But man, it was good. And I ran it all with pneumonia. Yeah, I, I throw that last little tidbit in there for you. Um... I I didn't know I had pneumonia at the time. I I knew I was sick. I was coughing and coughing and coughing and uh, not feeling all that great. But I had committed to running this race. I worked so hard for it. I had become a runner in the process. And so there was nothing stopping me back. My mindset had changed. It had gone from... Only run when chased to running a half marathon with pneumonia. Now, I'm not sitting here recommending that you do all of that. Again, didn't know that I had it, but I was proud of myself. I believed in what was possible. Your mindset, a set of beliefs surrounding what's possible, it was possible for me. I changed that and it changed my world. I begun to realize that I can really do anything I put my mind to. And I know that sounds so cliche, but man, is it true. When you start testing it and proving it to be true, it is incredible what you are capable of. Mindset is so important because the only thing standing between you and where you wanna go are a set of skills that you need to develop. That's it. When you think of goals like that, the only thing standing between you and your goal is a set of skills that you haven't developed yet. It makes it sound so much easier, right? And it is. That's it. And the most important skill that you're going to want to develop is your mindset. It's going to drive the decisions that you make, and then you're going to find evidence to support those decisions. So when you think about mindset, I want you to ask yourself, or, or rather just answer these questions. When I, when I give you these two options, where does your mind automatically go? do you think life is happening to you or for you? Do you think people are with you or against you? Do you think the world is a hostile place or a safe place? Your mindset is what Answered those questions for you. The evidence that you have gathered in your world through however many years you've been on this earth is going to have a huge impact on how you answered those questions. Now, don't beat yourself up if you think that life is happening to you because the world is a hostile place and you think everyone's against you. I know people like that. Heck, I was that person for a long time. I'm not judging. I just want you to create some awareness around it here because you see so many of us struggle with mindset because we're fighting against all of these beliefs. And frankly, it's a lot of beliefs that we developed as a kid. For some of us, maybe your parents weren't the best of role models. They did the best that they could. You were making choices as a kid that you were too young to really understand the impact of them. And then those choices really started to solidify and they became hardwired in your brain. You see, mindset starts to develop during your teenage years by accident. Now, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't recommend letting a teenager be in control of such an important aspect of your life, your mindset, the thing that affects the quality of your life, your happiness, and the results that you create. That's why it's important for you to look at it now as an adult, poke around, see if you like what's in there. Because your mindset is made up of those decisions, those beliefs. So decide to believe that the only thing that matters is that you learn and grow. Is that you learn and grow. How great would that be if the only thing that mattered, you believed the only thing that mattered in any situation was if you learned and you grew from it. So much freedom there. And that's available to you. Carol Dweck, wrote an amazing book. It's called Mindset. If you haven't read it yet, totally recommend that you pick it up and read it. Now in it, she explored the differences between like a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. If you have a growth mindset, then you believe like basic skills, uh, intelligence, talent, those, those skills, you cultivate them. You can grow through strategies and efforts and help from others. There's something that you can grow and develop. Now, if you have a fixed mindset, that's where you believe those certain skills, like basic abilities, intelligence, talent, that you, you have as much as you're ever going to get. It's fixed. And the goal for people who have a fixed mindset is to look smart all the time. They're afraid of looking dumb. So if you want to develop more of a growth mindset, which I highly recommend, one, pick up the book, two, you can borrow some of these beliefs. Belief number one that you can borrow. My energy and effort will be rewarded. Boom, baby, look at that, yeah. How would your life change if you truly believe that your energy and your effort would be rewarded? Whatever you did, whatever energy and effort you put into things, it would be rewarded. If you truly believe that the hard work that you put in at the gym, at home, with your family, at work, all of it would be rewarded. You see, consistency is the key And it unlocks the door to your goal. So what would change if every time you thought skipping the gym because you were tired and didn't have the time, that you believed your energy and effort would be rewarded? You'd go. What would shift? Chances are you'd give more effort. You'd spend more time. You'd give more energy to the things that you'd want. You'd start to change because you're starting to see the reward. Even if it's small, it's something I am a big believer in goal setting, but it's not all about achieving the goal. More often than not, it's about the person you become on the way to achieving your goal. That's what's so important. Let's say you set a goal to work out 10 times in three weeks to lose two pounds. That's a good goal. Not because of the numbers or that you're trying to lose weight. It's a good goal because it is specific. It's measurable and it has a deadline. Too often we set goals that are vague, like, I want to lose weight, and then we get all flustered and upset when that doesn't happen. Well, how do you know if you've lost weight? How much weight? How How long are you going to give yourself to lose the weight? Again, a good goal is specific, it's measurable, and it has a deadline. So in this example, I'm using the goal of working out 10 times in three weeks to lose two pounds, okay? Keeping it pretty basic here for you. Now, Let's say in three weeks you worked out eight times and you ended up losing a pound and a half. If you have a fixed mindset, you didn't achieve your goal. You failed. You didn't work out the 10 times and you didn't lose the two pounds. Wah, 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 wah. But that's so not true. Look at how much you gained in those three weeks. You became stronger, you were able to lift heavier weights, run further, faster. You learned that you can do it. You pushed yourself harder than you thought you could. You kept your word to yourself. When the alarm clock went off, you got up, you went to the gym. You learned you actually had the time to do it. You drank more water. You focused on it. You planned for it. You have more energy. Yeah, you may not have lost the two pounds, but look at how much more you gained by setting that goal. And in that mindset of my effort and energy will be rewarded. That's how this gets so powerful. Growth mindset number two that you can borrow, a belief if you'd like, is believing in the power of yet. The word yet. Super powerful. Let's take a couple of examples of, of things I've heard from, from my clients and, and, and friends in my life, they'll say things like, I haven't written a book. I can't run a mile. I didn't get the promotion. I didn't lose the 15 pounds. And those statements, I mean, they sound pretty definitive, right? Like, I'm just stating a fact. I haven't written a book. I can't run a mile. Like, they're telling me the weather. It's sunny out and 82 degrees. But how do those statements feel? When you think like, I haven't written a book, I didn't get the promotion, I can't run a mile, I haven't lost 15 pounds, they sound horrible, d- disappointing, frustrating. They, they just sound all of that. Now simply put the word yet at the end of every single one of those sentences and see what happens. I haven't written a book yet. I can't run a mile yet. I didn't get a promotion Yet, I haven't lost the 15 pounds yet. Yet, those three little letters have so much power in them, right? That felt different, didn't it? It felt hopeful. It felt possible. It felt empowering and confident and determined. I mean, all of the above, that power in those three little words can shift your mindset, practice them, use them, embrace them. Now, I want to talk a little bit about frame of reference here. Earlier, we talked about, you know, is life happening for you or against you? Is the world hostile or safe? Are people with you or against you? That whole thing, right? However you answer those questions, again, not right or wrong, but however you answer them, chances are your mindset was shaped by your frame of reference. Your frame of reference is like your experiences, what you see, your history, And it's really your filter. It's what creates meaning for you. So let me explain a little bit here. I grew up in a family that ate cookies for breakfast. I know, right? So good. When I was younger. (laughs) Like, ate cookies all the time. My sister would grab a sleeve of Chips Ahoy on her way out the door to the bus in the morning. I share that with you because fast forward many years uh, from then, and I'm bringing my then boyfriend, now husband, Chris, home for the first time to meet my parents and wake up in the morning, go downstairs, and um, I can still remember the look on his face when my mom offered him cookies for breakfast because his frame of reference, totally different than my family's, right? His experience, his history... His attitude, the filter was different. His frame of reference for what was normal was different. Now, I want to talk about the word normal here a second, because I think we get the word twisted a bit. Normal doesn't mean good. Normal means typical. I think a lot of times we are like, oh, well, that's normal. In essence, we're saying, oh, well, that's good. No, 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 no. Normal doesn't mean good. Normal means typical. It, in the 60s, it was normal for people to smoke cigarettes. Hmm, not good. Typical. It, it, right now, it's normal to have a lot of credit card debt. Not good. Typical. Right? So just kind of keep that in mind. I think that that's an important distinction for a lot of people to make because your frame of reference is what's normal for you. So if no one in your family or your circle of friends works out, well, then it's not normal to work out. See how that works? Like that frame of reference? If you're the only one in the circle of friends who listens to podcasts like this or reads books on self-development to expand their mind and develop themselves, then you're not normal to your friends if you're the only one doing it. You're outside that frame of reference. But it doesn't mean that anything's wrong with you. It just means you're not typical, and frankly, I don't like to be typical, to tell you the truth. I'm the oddball, usually, the black sheep. I'm not into that whole group thing. Um, So if that's you, welcome to my tribe. You are welcome to be a part of it. I like you people, the oddballs, the weirdos. Yeah, you're my peeps. Welcome. I, I point out this point of reference for you because you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Think about that. Who do you spend the most time with? They rub off on you. The way they think, what they do, that all becomes normal. It's normal for them and it becomes normal for you. You're also the average of the five ideas you spend the most time on. So, what are you spending a lot of time on? Are you reading a lot about creating the future that you want or are you complaining about the life you currently have? Are you spending a lot of time figuring out how to lose weight, or are you just sitting around telling yourself that it's hard? When I say think of the five ideas you spend the most time on, if you can't come up with any, then chances are you're a bit stuck in life. You're just kind of going through those motions. You don't know exactly what you want, but you know that this isn't it. Hey, I I know you. I was you. I coach people like you every day, and I want to tell you, nothing has gone wrong here. You are not broken or unfixable. This is normal and it's what I do all day long. Your problems are common and there is a solution. One of the reasons why you're probably struggling to get unstuck is because you're trying to do it the wrong way. There's a huge difference in wanting to move forward in life because you love yourself and you want to experience all that life has to offer versus beating yourself up and trying to change because you think, so this is it? The energy between those two different ways of being is so different. I have tools to help you walk your way through hating where you are, to getting to a neutral place, to respecting where you are, to loving your life. And if I can get you there, even to just respecting it, there will be a huge shift in what you do and, and how you go about doing it. Like, I want to help create a ton of power, desire, and choice around what you do and who you are. It'll change your life, and and I'll be there to support you when you fall because you will. You'll fail, and that's okay. It's how you learn. You got to get back up, try again, keep moving forward. That failure doesn't define you as long as you keep trying. That's what humans do. You're not going to want to keep your word to yourself and do the things you said you're going to do. We need to create a process for you on how you'll handle those situations ahead of time that doesn't include beating yourself up and quitting completely. Like I help people learn how to move forward from that place of love and desire for what they want. And if this sounds like something that you want, then you know what? Let me help you out. Go to my website, PamelaHughesCoaching.com. Sign up for a free session. See if life coaching is right for you. Let's work on your mindset. All right? Because the only thing standing between you and your goal is a set of skills that you haven't developed yet. That's it. And again, that mindset is the first and most important tool to develop. And again, that mindset is the first and most important tool that you're going to want to develop. Pay attention to what you're thinking up there. Because when you develop that growth mindset, that mindset where believing all your energy and effort is going to be rewarded. And then you stick yet on the the back end of any statement that you haven't achieved yet and allow that power to drive you forward and create momentum. Momentum is messy, but man, it gets you where you want to go. And that is so well worth it. There's peace and relief when you operate from a place of learning more so than as an expert. Because when you believe that you just need to learn and grow, you don't make the failures and the falling down mean anything other than, hey, that didn't work. All right, let's figure out what does. There's so much relief in allowing yourself to be a beginner and move forward. I can help you with it. It starts with your mindset. I gave you a bunch of tips and tricks today. Hopefully to do that, get to work. This is important stuff. Take it seriously. And I'm here to help you if you need anything. All right? I hope it helps. Till next time. Hey there, podcast listeners. If you're feeling stuck and you want to start wiggling loose, head on over to my website, PamelaHughesCoaching.com and sign up for a free session to see if life coaching is for you. Again, that's PamelaHughesCoaching.com. Hope to chat with you soon.